Okay. Watch yourself. Good morning, everyone. Huh? The honeymoon's on. <laughs> I don't hold back, Vic. Victor knows I don't hold back. Right? From the first meeting, I don't. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to thank uh, Joey, uh, Joey Franco, and Raquel for uh, sponsoring the breakfast this morning. It's Kelly Mitzvot. So now, uh, who, who do I send it to to get printed now? Okay. Send it to the <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. Okay. So the conversation this morning is about neighbors. And what are the parameters of what I can actually do inside my house versus annoying my neighbors? I'm doing things. I'm running a business out of my house. There's people coming and going. They're blocking my driveway. They're making noise. It's recording. It's being recorded. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever you want to say, I'm, I'm running, I'm working all hours of the night. Maybe my business is making a lot of noise inside the house. My neighbor can't sleep. I'm doing all kinds of stuff that's annoying the neighbors. And it's not really in his house. I'm in my house. And can he do anything about it or not? So that's the conversation. I'm going to lay out the case that we're going to use as a basis for the beginning of our conversation. The case went like this. The guys live in an apartment building, one on top of the other. It's not a big apartment. You know, three, three stories or four stories. The first floor is the plaintiff, and he's taking the second floor defendant to bait Dean because the second guy on the second floor decided that he's going to operate a restaurant from his apartment. So he opens a restaurant, and the little by little becomes quite successful, and it gets a lot of traffic up and down in the stairwell, People coming in at all hours. He's getting backup on his sewer pipes. He's got the, run, the, the uh, fans of the exhaust. And the air condition is running all 24 hours. And he can't sleep. He's complaining. I can't sleep. Too much noise. Too much foot traffic. Too much. Not only that. He's, he's claiming decreased value of my apartment. Because now who's going to pay me market price when they got this nonsense going on upstairs on top of them. So you got to pay me for that too. Right? And this, we're picking up this case in the second time in Bedin, because they went to Bedin once before, and the Bedin ruled that he's allowed to stay open, but he has got to close by 11 p.m. And that went on for a few years. And after that, now it's a few years later, and the guy is going bananas. And he can't handle it. 11 p.m., but not only 11 p.m., it's all day long. The noise of the washing the dishes, banging the plates, people scrubbing on top of the ceiling, walking open back and forth, making all kinds of noise. The guy is going nuts. He goes back to Beitin a second time. And he says, I want, this place, I want this place shut down. I want it closed. And this is already now, it's almost, almost 10 years in operation already. And again, the first time they went to Beitin was like maybe a, a year or so in. And it was going on for eight or nine years. And now the guy is at his wit's end. He says, I'm done. I want this restaurant shut. That's where we're picking up the case. That's the question. Good? But the question is based off, a, a, actually the answer begins in a Mishnah in Masechet Baba Batra, which is the first, one, the first uh, source on your sheet. Let's take a look at it, okay? We're going to explain the Mishnah. And really the whole conversation is how to understand this Mishnah. It's a Mahlukit in the Rishonim, we'll see. And based on the way we understand Mishnah, we'll be able to decide this case. Okay, the Mishnah goes as follows. Hanut Shebehatzer. Hanut, store. Hatzer, courtyard. So remember how we talked about earlier how they used to live in their courtyards, multiple houses. The mavoi leads to the chatzir. The chatzir has 
So there's a halut, one of the guys of the courtyard, has a stand, he's selling things in the courtyard. Says the Mishnah, Yachol limchot biyado, velomar no eni yachol lishon mikola nichnasim umikola yotzim. He's allowed, one of the guys of the neighbors, courtyard neighbors, can say, ah, you're shutting down your store. I can't sleep. Is a lot of kol hanichnasim v'yotzim. Which was really was what we need to understand in order to understand the case. But it says, literally, the voice, the sound of the people coming and going, coming and going into my courtyard. That's what it sounds like. And it says, therefore, the other neighbors in the courtyard can tell him, you must shut down. Now, based on that, seems like a pretty shut, open and shut question. Like, what's the question anymore? If you tell me I gotta shut the guy, so call the guy, says, tell him, hey, read the Mishnah. It says you can't make a noise, close. The problem is the Mishnah continues and says, Aval ose kelim. He's allowed to make utensils in the, the courtyard, in this store. He can have a factory. Can't bring the customers to you, but you can produce it in this place, even though that we'll see in a minute what that means, and then go sell them elsewhere. Don't bring the customers into the courtyard. You can produce in the courtyard, sell elsewhere. The neighbors cannot stop this. You can't claim that it's too noisy with your production of whatever you're doing is too noisy and I can't sleep. That's not a claim. Don't bring customers in. Yes, that's a claim. It's too noisy when you're doing, you're producing, you're making, whatever. Sorry. Tough luck on you. It's his courtyard too. He's allowed to make noise. That's what the Mishnah seems to say. Okay? Any any call a patish, we call a rehaim, right? The hang, the hammer banging, or the mill grinding, or we call a tinokot, or the kids that are running around and screaming. That's the Mishnah. The Gmana right away asks the question. I don't understand. Make up your mind. I mean, the noise of the people coming and going, I can stop you. But the noise of the banging hammers and all the production noise and all that I can't stop. I mean, what's the difference? Noise is noise. It's not noise, noise. If you tell me, I can tell you, you make it too much noise because all the people are coming here and I can't sleep. That you can tell me. But I can't tell me, what do you mean? Yeah, I have this pounding noise. You know, they do those pile drivers with it. Boom, 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 all day long. Boom, boom, boom. And I, I'm sorry, tough luck on you. I'm allowed to make noise. Make up your mind. What's the difference? Huh? Yeah, a printing, a printing machine, right? Okay, that's why I don't print, I don't have copies, it's too noisy. Okay, so he says, <laughs> you have a question? No, maybe it's because he has control over the equipment and noise making on that way, and he can't control when customers show up. Ah, so he wants to make a distinction in types of noise. Interesting point. Great question. Right, it's a very interesting point. See what he's saying? He's saying, listen, the noise that I'm producing for my productions is in my control. That's what you're saying, right? Maybe I can adjust the volume, I can adjust, we'll see about that. But as opposed to letting it, anyone walk in here and come in and out, I can't, who knows who's going to come? Maybe one day there's going to be thousands of people walking to the courtyard. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe something, maybe something. We need to find the distinction first. Because obviously, it seems like there's a contradiction going on here. I mean, noise is noise. If you tell me, ah, I, it's noisy, I can't sleep, there's too many people walking. And then you tell me, oh, it's noisy uh, because it's banging the hammer and I can't sleep. Now, why is one a valid claim and why is not, one is not a valid claim? I mean, you would tell me, they sounds like very similar to me, at least. Noise is noise, right? You want to say something? Yeah. That's very true. Very true. You're right. You're right. In, a, in, a, in, a, in a residential area or a residential building. But I guess in, in Israel, you never know what's going on over there. They have a different rules over there. But this guy's in business and no one does seem to stop him yet. Yeah. 
control the, the production noise. You can control the people. Okay, he says the opposite now. Right, right. Don't let people in. Put a guard at the door. Sorry, too many people are inside. Don't let them into the courtyard until uh, they come out, in and out. Right, Restrict the flow as opposed to production noise. That is what it is. Good point also, right? Maybe the people coming is really about noise. It's about ah. dangers. Ah, now we're going someplace. Maybe it says noise of call on nichnasim v'yotzim, but maybe that's not really what it means. Maybe it's not noise. Maybe it's the discomfort for me to be able to get into my courtyard. I got to go like this and push around, and now it's people blocking me. The guys blocking my driveway. The, the delivery trucks are coming. They're coming in all hours of the night. They're carrying the cars up and down the steps. I'm trying to sleep. Maybe that's what it means. We'll see. Good, good. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Gemara has a question. Mara says, I don't understand. I see over here in the Resha, I make a claim for noise, I can make that claim. Valid claim. I see in this other Sefa, call a patish, the call of the hammer, invalid claim. I don't know. Noise is noise. What's the difference? Says the Gemara, Sefa Ata'an, Amar Abaye, Sefa Ata'an Lachatzer Acheret. Abaye seems to say, no, no, you know what's going over here? Two different courtyards. One is the guy that's in your courtyard making the claim. The other one is the guy from the other courtyard making the claim. He can't make a claim. He doesn't live there. That's how Abaye wants to explain it. Two different, two different neighbors. The neighbor in my courtyard, neighbor outside my courtyard. Okay, that would make sense. Rava says no. Rava says disagrees. He says, Ihachi litne mutar. Rabbi says, if that's what it meant, the Mishnah should have said, not that this is a valid claim and this is not a valid claim. The Mishnah should have said, this is a valid claim, or invalid, invalid claim. If it's a different neighbor from a different courtyard, you're allowed to do whatever you want. He can't tell you anything. That would make more sense. And the fact that it doesn't do that, which means it's all talking about the same courtyard, says Rabbi, and there must be some distinction between the call, the, the sound of people coming and going, and the sound of the banging hammers. What's the difference? Yeah. Ah. Okay. So that's what he wanted. That's what he was saying a little bit, right? Similar to what you were saying that the noise that's coming from me myself as a resident, I have rights to make noise. I, I'm, that's part of my. I have rights. But now I'm inviting others in here to make noise that's disturbing you. Maybe that's the difference, right? Good point. Good point. Hold on to it because we're going to see. Yeah, something to say. Right, but they have no rights in this courtyard. They don't have rights in the courtyard, right? If someone uh, doesn't live in the in the city and he wants to make a complaint, tough luck, you don't live here, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I have a question. In the Gemara, we're talking about a courtyard which is a public space that's shared and unified. It's here yeah. We're talking about in our case, it's their personal apartment. So good. Are we saying that the issue is good? Personal good. Apartment? So he's making again. Great. Great. Good. Good. So the staircase is the courtyard. So that the walk, the walkway is the courtyard. The driveway is the courtyard. All those shared space areas is claiming. He's claiming, and then he's claiming the noise from the people walking on. Good. 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 Smell. No. Right. He's got. He's got. He's got the exhaust, but he's got smell. He definitely has food issues. Maybe rat problems. Who knows what's going on with restaurants? Last week, didn't we say the courtyard is for the benefit of the people living there? That's correct. Whereas, what's happening in the apartment is for the benefit of. Good. Again.
Right, my apartment is not my courtyard. So that's what you're saying. My courtyard, so he's making claims over here. He says, I can't sleep. We'll see exactly. His claim was, I can't sleep from all this noise. It's driving me bananas. And he's claiming that I can't get in and out. There's people blocking me and blocking my my access. Yeah. When we're thinking about this, is it only a business? Or is it a party or a chesed you want to do? For- right, so it's a one event. Let's say it's a one-off event, right? So that one-off event, I, I don't think they have, they're not going to Beit By the time the guy is in Beit the party's over already. Right? It, the problem is it's a constant issue that the guy is saying, I can't live like this anymore. No, so those guys in Israel that have Friday night dinner every night, every ah, week. Ah, okay. It's a lot of people. Right. People. Right. Can I stop people from coming to my house? Like, just having guests. Like, I don't think that would be an issue. I don't, that's a good question. It's a good question. Well, if the guy is a constant open house Friday night, come as many people as you want. Right. Is that a, and then the wife is cooking 24 hours, making noise. It's a good question also. It's a good question. It, we may be able to answer it based on what we're going to see in a minute. Okay? Good. So that's where we are so far. Rava says, no, no. You know what the problem is? It's all the same courtyard. So how are you going to explain the case of distinction? He says, Seifa, the second half of the story, Because at the end of the Mishnah, if you notice, it says, Not for the sound of the children. Okay, and this is where the problem starts. Because Rav is only going to explain the problem of the children, and he's not really going to explain the difference between the patish, the hammer, the, the mill, and the case of the people coming and going. He's not going to explain that. He's going to say, the children, I'll tell you what's going on over here. The children uh, says like this, it's a very interesting piece of mana, not so relevant to the rest of our conversation, but... We'll explain, we'll say because it's beautiful. And he says, it's The end of the children is talking about a school. The guy opens a school in the courtyard. And you can't stop that. Okay? Why? He says, It was from a takana that was instituted by Yeshua ben Gamla. He was one of the Kohanim Gidolim in Bayit Shani. And he set up as follows. Right? Rav says, this person should be remembered for good. Who is he? Yoshua ben Gamla Shemo. Why? If not for him, Torah would have been forgotten from Am Israel. Why? It's very interesting. Listen what this is the old school system of teaching children. Used to be a guy had a father. He would get his the father would teach the kid Torah. In those days, people died young, they disappeared, they traveled, they went to fear. This guy's no father. That kid grew up Amaaretz, didn't have anything, no, no, no learning. My Dirush, what was the Dirashah that said only if you have a father you have to learn Torah? It says, He said, You teach your child. That was the way it was. You taught Torah to your child. If the child didn't have a father, he didn't learn. Okay, so it kinush yomoshivim melamdetino kod birushalayim. You know what they did? Yeshua Gamma, step one, takana, we're opening schools in Yerushalayim. Whoever doesn't have a father, okay, my darush, limadete, says, kimitsiyote tetora, pasuk, where Torah leaves from Tzion, Yerushalayim. So they put the school in Yerushalayim. And you know what happened? Adai mishayesh lo av, hayam ma'alom melamedo. Now, whoever has a father, father says, oh, hadid, there's a school. I dropped the kid in school, I'll see you later. And he dropped the kid in school. And only the kids that had fathers were coming to school because the father took the kid to Yerushalayim. Left. Guy don't have a father. How does he get into Yerushalayim? The kid stayed at Amaretz in the town where he was. What they did was they opened schools in every city. When do you go to school? 17. 16 or 17 you go to school. So when I says, what happened? He says, guy, 16-year-old kid. Wise guys. What happened in high school? All wise guys. 
First time kids coming to learn, he's 16 years old. What happened? Gets into an argument with the teacher. They are an argument. The kid tissue's finished. I'm out of here. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Never learned anything. So they fixed it and they said, how old are you when you go to first grade? Six, seven, same thing. That's where it came from. Yeshua ben Gamma instituted that we send children to school to start learning Torah at six. So he says, what it says in the Mishnah, you, know, you can't stop them. Takanat Am Yisrael, the Torah overrides you and your noise and I don't care what. The school is opening next door to you, tough luck. You're out, doesn't matter. Why? Learning Torah for Am Yisrael takes precedence over your comfort. That's the, and therefore says Rava, the kola nichnasim v'yotzim in the Mishnah is talking about the kids coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. As, <clears throat> and then he doesn't really explain what the difference is between the, bang, the banging of the hammer, right, and the case of the coming and going. That doesn't explain, which is the big problem for us, because we need to figure out what the reason is, what's the distinction. When we can figure out the distinction between the noise of Banging production noise versus coming and going noise, we'll have the answer to our question of what this restaurant story is. Okay? So now, yeah, go ahead. Uh, does this Gemara contradict the Mishnah that says Ben Hamish Mikra? Ben Hamish la Mikra? No, we can say that's talking about it. Talk to your father. Talk to you. Your father starts teaching you this at this age, and this at this age, and this is Takanav later. That's the way it used to be when the father was teaching kids. Not contradiction. Okay, good. So that's where we are right now. So we need to figure out, basically, according to Rava's opinion, because anyway, Abayav Rava, we know the Halachas like Rava. Unless the, one of the six ex- exceptions, this is not one of the exceptions. So how does it mean like Rava? But he doesn't tell us what the difference is between banging noise, production noise, versus noise coming and going, coming and going. Okay? Good. And this guy's making a claim for both. Right? He's making a claim, I got problems going in and out of my staircase, and, I, I, and I'm having direct damage. You're blocking my, my sewer pipes are getting backed up because of what's going on upstairs. And I hear people shuffling back and forth all hours. And I hear the dishes banging and the forks dropping and the noise. Right? All kinds of noise. Good. So, there's a Tosafot on this one. Huh? We're going to look at the Tosafot. Uh, we'll jump a little bit. The Rashi I just gave you outside. Actually, one more piece of Gemara. On the bottom, the bottom of page one, or the last one. Baba Matrak, one, one, more, one more piece of Gemara. Gemara says like this. Tashima. Come here, proof. Good. I have a house in a shared courtyard. Says you're not allowed. You own a house and you want to rent a house. You have neighbors in the courtyard. You can't rent a house to a doctor. Uman is a blood letter. To Gardi is a weaver. To a sofer, a scribe, who's sefer sifre Torah, or a sofer aramai, the goy one, either one. Okay, can't let. Yeah, you know, all these are, are people that people need, and you have people coming and going. They gotta come see the doctor. They gotta come see the weaver. They gotta come. All these things. You can't rent your house to one of these people without permission from the neighbors. You want to rent it to these guys? Go knock on the door, tell them this is what I'm going to do, I'm renting my house to the doctor, to the da 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 They say, okay, fine. If they say no, even one guy can stop this rental. Good? Not allowed to do that. Why? Because you're bringing people into my yard. You bring people into my yard. Who said it? You, you said it. People from the outside. You said it, right? People coming from the outside solely, right? Can't do that. And I says, time out. What are we talking about over here? The sofer over here we're talking about is not now because it's a question. You told me for Torah purposes, I can do whatever I need, bring the kids, do whatever. Sofer, stop. I can't remember the guy writing sefer Torah. What are you talking about? Right? So he says, no, no. sofer mata. He's not a sofer, stam. He's the scribe. People didn't know how to write in those days. They need to write contracts. 
They need to write. He's like the lawyer. You come write a contract. You need to write whatever you want to write. You come to this guy to write for you. That's the guy with all that. So first thumb is allowed to open. You can't stop him. Fine. Good. At the end of the day, I see there's an issue here of allowing people to come into my yard. Still a problem, right? I can't bring these guys in. Too much traffic. Too much foot traffic. I can stop them from opening. Good. Okay. We still don't know what the, about the noise of the, of the banging yet. Is this residential only, or is it, what if it's a mixed use? This happens, right, if, right, it's a good point. It seems to me that the, the way from my understood from the tissue that was going on over here, it's a residential building. Right. But it was, uh, and, 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 but to your question, is that apparently they, they didn't have an issue with the zoning issue. The zoning, the zoning, the board of health were okay, but the zoning issue wasn't a problem apparently. If the doctor or the lawyer owned the house, can they Yes, good question. Guys already owns the house, but he became a doctor now. Can you stop me? It's a great question. The answer is no. Okay, then he wants to know. He wants to make sure. He wants to hang the doctor lives here house on his front yard. You know, he's like, okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. If the noise is seen as for the benefit of the whole society. Good question. Good question. Can I derive from the can I derive from the children as a benefit of society question that now that because that's the reason why I allow the children, or is it Davka Torah? Because if it's if it's if it's if it's if it's for benefit of society, I should allow the doctors to open also. But we don't let them open, right? No, no, no. If, if, if it's the weevil, let's say, good. It was own commercial benefit. Good. Ah, thank you very much. He's leading with my next point. <coughs> what happens if this guy is a weaver, right? Like you're saying. So he's got the loom, makes noise, but he he's not doing for others. He's doing for himself. He's making clothes. The guy's never allowed to use his machinery in his house. You tell me, right, I can't make claims of noise. Now, if I say that noise means literally noise, patish, banging hammers, and that's going to be allowed. So the answer is simple. Of course, if I can bang all day long, uh, what would I, how would I make a distinction between banging hammers, I can't make a claim, versus in and out people coming and going? Very simple. When I say you can make noise banging and doing, and do, that's because you're doing it for yourself. You do it for yourself. I can't tell you anything. You're a blacksmith and you're producing things in your house, it seems like. I'm doing it for myself. But, ah, uh, bringing, so bringing people from the outside, you want to turn this into a commercial enterprise? Maybe, that, maybe that's a distinction. Okay? Maybe that's a distinction that we could talk about, and which is what Tosafot's going to say in a second. We'll read it together. It seems to be, yeah. You have a question somewhere? No. Good? Okay. Tosafot's on page two. Turn the page. If you're not strong with the Hebrew, I brought it for you in English. You can look at it after if you like. It's right underneath. Gardi, the weaver, okay? Says Tosafot, question. Why is the weaver? You told me I can't let a weaver, I can't rent my house to a weaver. Why is it any different than the mill case? And the Mishnah said, you can't claim, com complain about the banging of the hammer or the mill grinding. Why is the weaver different than the mill? What's the difference? And the Mishnah says, I, I, I can't claim that I can't sleep because of your banging noise. But over here I can tell you, don't let the weaver move in because it's going to cause me noise problems. The Mishnah is talking about, you're making it for yourself. The guy can't stop you, your neighbor, I'm doing something in my house for myself. I can do whatever I want. Tough luck on you. This is talking about guy wants to open a weaving shop in the lob in in the in the store in the house you want to rent it. That's a problem. The neighbors can stop that. That's bringing people from the outside. He's going into commercial enterprises. Now you talk about too much foot traffic coming into this place. This is a residential neighborhood. I don't need all those people in my face, right? Okay. Now the Tomar, if you want to tell me, hi Amrina Besamuch, hi Bar Mevoad, the Ukire Haya, we learned this 
a few weeks ago when we started talking about competition, where one guy put the grind the mill in the mavoi, right? Right? We said you could stop the second guy, we could the first guy could stop the second guy from putting it because he says, hey, you're interrupting my income. Now, the only reason you could stop him is because you're interrupting my income. What about the claim you making too much noise? Get out of here. Right? You could have put the mill, it sounds like. That was a commercial enterprise. That was the whole point. Guys opening a business in the courtyard. And we said the only reason the second guy can't open because the first guy claims that the second guy, hey, interrupting my business income. Oh, so the first guy put it there for business income. That means it was allowed. So Tosafot says, my whole answer I just gave you, that when it's all personal use versus business income, is out the window because this business income seems this okay. Okay, Ali's going like this, doesn't like it. Okay. Another place. We talked about this also. I can open a store right next door to my friend. Okay, he doesn't want to say that, oh, one case is that the mill was already there, the store was already there, now you want to bring a second one? No, he doesn't like that. And therefore he comes with this final answer to In both cases, banging for the hammer, you're making it for somebody else. And coming and going, also somebody else. So what's the difference? He says, There's a difference between a weaver and a person who's do grinding or a person who's doing uh, some kind of blacksmith work. The customer comes one time. He drops off the wheat and he goes. When it comes to a weaver, there's many, many people coming all day in and out. Here's my fabric, here's my fabric, make the, here's my yarn. Everyone's got their own yarn. Make me this, make me this, make me this, make me this. Too many, too many people, Tosavot says. There's a difference between a guy who comes once and drops off something and leaves versus constant traffic flow. You can claim constant traffic flow, but you can't claim once in a while. Once in a while. That would answer Joe's question about the guy, maybe about the Friday nights. It's once in a while. It's not constant. Okay? Fine. But it's Friday, it's not, it's not every day. It's not every day. All right, let's get down to halakha because I don't want to get drag it on for too long. So according to Tosafot, there's a distinction by Tosafot, okay? They want to say that the answer, the difference between them is, is this something that's constant, the kola nichnasim and the kola yotzim, right, is sort of a problem where, what's the problem? You're interrupting my access. You're causing me direct damage by not letting me get through. It's too many people. I'm blocking my driveway. You're blocking my back. The deliveries are coming every minute. That's actual damage. As opposed to noise. Noise, I'm doing making noise. That's not actual damage. That's how Tosfot wants to make a distinction. The banging noise, you can't make a claim for. Oh, the people blocking my access, that's real damage for me. Those are the distinctions. And therefore, real acts, real damage versus noise is a distinction for Tosafot. That's the way Tosafot learns the Gemara. Listen to the way that Rambam learns the Gemara, and then we'll get down to the bottom line. The Rambam says as follows. It's on page whatever we're up to, three. It says the Rambam as follows. Hanuchi bechatzer. All right? I have a, a store in my courtyard. Right? Yecholim shechenim limchot biado. I, the neighbors, can stop him. Right away. He says, you can claim too much foot traffic. I can't sleep. 
Ela osemilachto behanut umocher bashuk. You can do work in your courtyard, in your store that's there, but sell it in the in the marketplace. Aval en yecholim lemchot biadov velomarlo en anu yecholim lishon mikola patish umikola rehaim. He cannot tell the guy you make it too much noise in your production. Sharei hezik laasot ken. He had a chazakah to do this. Which means, go back to the Mishnah for a minute and look at the words of the Mishnah. The Rambam is reading the Mishnah like this. It's already there. He already had a store there. He already had a store there. You can't come now and claim you're making too much noise. Which means, when you first open, you want to rent your, 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 your house to a, to a doctor, to a weaver. Oh, they want to open a new... No, 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 no. Yo, you could stop that. It's already here? You didn't say anything? Grandfather. Ah, oh, grandfather clause. That's the way the Rambam wants to understand it. Now, go back to the Rambam. The new, the new, the, good. You should have realized when the guy was opening the first time that in the future you might want to sell your house and the price is going to go down. With this is here, you should say something. You didn't say anything. But right. he did say something. Oh, oh, no, wait. Could only show the apartment on when they closed. Yeah. That's so. Good. 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 That's all. He wants to clarify one point. He says was the was the person already in business when I moved in, is that what you're saying? Yes. Or, and, or he was, we were all living there and he just started a new business. Right, and I didn't see the problem coming. Good. I don't think it makes a difference. It makes no difference. When he starts the business, I need to make a claim. According to the Rambam, once he has a hazaka of the noise, he's allowed to make noise. Tough luck, tough luck. Listen to the Rambam, carefully. Uh, Good, 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 good. And that's where we're going to get into the problems. You see what he had said? Great point. I accepted the noise. Because when it starts out, the business starts out. How much noise is there? Foot traffic is small. Nobody knows about the place yet. Whoa, can I make a claim later? Now the business is booming. All of a sudden the guy's getting hundreds and hundreds of guys a day. Why can't I say time out? When I accepted the noise, we're talking about you know, 10 customers, I can live with it. But now, it's non-stop. I can't live with this anymore. Can I make that claim or say, no, no, you accepted. Once you accepted, he also brought it to Bethany one time, so ah. it's a continuous issue. And he lived with it for another eight years, though. He was okay for another eight years. Everything's at close 11 o'clock, and that's it. And it was okay, or at least it seemed okay, because he didn't come back and complain for another eight years. So is that now chazaka, that he has rights even now at the later point? That's the question. According to the Rambam, it sounds like once you have chazaka, we'll read, finish the Rambam, and then we'll, what time is it? I don't want to go over time too much. Okay, here we go. Read, finish the Rambam. Okay, back here, and then we're going we're to try to tie it all together. He says, "Aval en yecholim lemchot biadov velomar lo en anu yecholim lishom mikol apatish mikol akaim shaya shaharei hazik laasot ken." You had a chazaka already. Tough luck. Can't say anything. V'chen yesh lo lamed lelamed tinokot shel Yisrael betoch betoch beto right teaching kids ve'en ashutafim yochim lechol beadov velamar en yecholim mikol shetinokot shebetraban. That's the takanav of Rishon Ben Gamla that we allow students to open schools. We open everything. They make a school in your house, no one can tell you anything. Okay? According to the Rambam, Hazaka. Hazaka. Now, good. What doesn't follow? Say, 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 say it. You're on the right track. Say it, say it. 
Say what? Yeah. 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 He's leading into a, a, a Sheila in the Rishonim afterwards that say like this, sort of what you're saying, sort of what you're saying, in that, he's getting on the level, I, I, I food fed him, he got him, I just him up to the mouth, no. I fed him, it goes like this, you tell me Chazaka, step one, so Chazaka, I could, could I claim back that when I gave the Chazaka, that I gave the okay, I wasn't ready for this noise, number one, and number two, what you're saying now is that the noise, right? Say it again. The noise was there. The noise was there from the beginning. So was the people coming in and out. Good. So yeah. What noise? Noise is noise. That's what we want to say. What's the difference of patish or it's people? I was banging, 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 banging. I'm doing production in my house, which I'm allowed to do, right? And now what you're doing for me is uh, bringing extra people, which is also noise. What's the difference, right? No. My point was also is that the person. Who's, who's the tenant or the, or the neighbor yeah. who's complaining now? Yeah. If, if it's a hazakat, the business was in existence when the guy, when the, when the person moved in. Good. Okay? The nuisance was there. Good. The nuisance included the noise from yes. the city. Yes. And the, and the traffic from the front. I, I agree with you. The new tenant doesn't have a claim. You bought the house knowing that this is here. He's not a new tenant. This guy was here, and the guy opened the restaurant when I was here. He was here. He's not a new tenant. New tenant, I agree. He can't say anything. You moved in knowing it was there. Good. So that's what, according to the Ramba. Now the question becomes the other half of the point. Hazakah that I gave, can I retract? Can I say, I didn't imagine when I said this is okay, that it's going to get to this level? Or, tough luck. You, you, should, you, should, you should see the future. You should see business going to get good. It's going to be few people. Can you? Yeah. Now what if I change? I'm the plaintiff and I got older or my wife got older. Busroha. Beautiful. Because there's one piece I left out. The guy downstairs has a very sick wife. And he's claiming that you're not letting my wife sleep. And it's causing her additional sickness. You're shooting arrows into my yard. Yeah, I left it out on purpose. Make it fun. You're shooting arrows into my yard because my wife can't sleep and she can't get better without sleep. So now, even though you want to claim you don't have, you have rights to make noise in your own yard, you have right. Call a patish, it's inside, but you don't have a right to shoot arrows into my yard. That you can't do. You're sending out your damage into my place. Even though you could do what you want in your place, no. And that's the only reason why he can make a claim now? No, no, it's not the only reason why. No, it's additional claim. I have an additional claim. Because even if you want to tell me I'm allowed, to, let's say I would come out with the halakhahs, listen, I'm working inside my yard, I'm doing what I want to do, well, we could deal with the case of the, the staircase people and blocking my traffic, because maybe we'll say we hold like the Rambam, where there's a Chazakah, and you knew that already from before, and you lived that way for eight years, and now you can't come back and retract on the Chazakah that was already given. So maybe as another claim, additional claim, besides that, now my wife is sick, now my wife needs to sleep, I used to be able to deal with it, now I can't deal with it anymore, I have a new circumstances over here that it was unforeseen, that when I gave you that chazakah, now I need to repeal it back. Maybe I can't make a claim, oh, it's, well, I changed my mind, that I can't make a difference, with the Ramah would say, but maybe over here, where there's a new, uh, new occurrence that was unforeseen, maybe I can retract on my chazakah. Yeah? Good? Maybe? Okay. 9.30. I don't like to go over time. We're going to wrap it up. You ready?
Halakha, Machloket, Tosafot, Rambam, besides the Rambam, there's a, a few other opinions with the Rambam, Rabbi Yerucham, the Smag, on the side of the Tosafot is the majority of opinions, where the distinction for them is Davka about direct damage versus noise. They say direct damage no good, noise is allowed. So if you're posik like them, you would say that this restaurant, the guy has no claim. Sorry, maybe you, we can tell you to clear the staircase, don't block my pipes, but the noise, you don't have a claim for. Now there's one more twist. The guy making the claim, the guy making the claim is Ashkenaz. Uh, and the guy with the restaurant, sorry, all the way around. The Ashkenaz guy is the restaurant guy. And the guy making the claim is the Sfaradi. Now, Maran Shulchan Aruch is posek like the Rambam. Posek like the Rambam. But the guy upstairs is not following the Rambam. He follows the Ramah, who is posek like Tosafot. <laughs> so now the question is, okay, now I have this competition going on between them. What do we do in this scenario? Where can they each claim I'm holding like my opinion? I'm holding the upstairs guy says, I don't like Tosafot. And noise is no tough luck on you. Noise tough luck on you. And the downstairs guy says, no, no, no I'm holding like the Rambam. That's what he's talking about. So at the end of the day, the Beitin decided that they have to close the restaurant. Wow. They said that the, yeah, the, and the, and the kicker was that you're allowed to repeal a hazakah, you're allowed to repeal a hazakah when there's new events coming. He's allowed to claim unforeseen, uh, that, 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 uh, that I couldn't know that this was going to happen. Plus, he says that noise like this, here's an interesting point, he says that noise like this, there are some hazakot that even the Rambam would not consider a hazakah. Like, Smoke, like smell, like you can claim the smell. Okay, I used to be okay, but the smell now is ridiculous. It's not the same smell. The smoke uh, before it was a little smoke. Now there's smoke everywhere all day long. The thing is going. The grills are going. Those and he says noise falls into that category. Says the according to the, according to the yeah, that you're allowed to claim that noise is not the same. It's not the same guy. I gave you that noise, Chazaka, before. It was much less noise. Now there's more noise. And then for the Posek, after 10 years, shut the restaurant. Amen. 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 Amen.